You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Chomp Time. Here we go, baby. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, if baseball betting is going to go like that, I'm going to have to quit. This podcast might be just done forever. I'm cook sure you weren't paying attention. Us. I'm sure. What's that? I said cook us and book us. I'm sure you weren't listening. I'm sure you were watching because you was Friday night. You've got a girlfriend. you got the dog. You're at a brewery somewhere enjoying a I mean, unbelievable. A-plus A-plus Friday night. Wonderful night. Unbelievable night here in New England. It's going to be cool. going to feel fall-like tonight. Sweatshirt weather. It's going to be great. So you weren't watching, but I was uh, locked and loaded. Six to one Red Sox ninth inning. <laughs> Six to one, Red Sox ninth inning. The over/under was ten. I am counting my money. It was more money at six to one. Vasilevsky MVP bets. Maybe pay for my kids McDonald's today. And here come the Cardinals because the Red Sox have no flipping bullpen. Austin Davis blows. Terrible. Six two, <laughs> six three. Awful. Then, then. I get a close play at second base. I, I'm yelling at the TV at whatever it was last night. He's out. He's out. They go to the replay. What half a second of replay? No, he's safe. Six five, and at that point, the game. Not only I didn't care who won the game because I had the under, but it was six to one to six to five in the span of eight minutes, and it went from a winning under bet to start the baseball betting season for us officially, to an absolute kick in the balls loser to kick off. Father's what a bad Day. beat that was. Father's Day weekend, as I've been calling it for a couple of days. Yeah, uh, it was bad, Shine. Bad beat. I uh, just bad. bad, bad, bad. Hey, here's here's the thing that I look at that though, like. Oh. You had the right play. You had the right call. You were right. The Red Sox just, uh, they just blew it. They blew it. Absolutely stone cold blew it. There's nothing you can do about it. We move on to the next one. I'll move on to the next one. Um, tonight's interesting because it's uh, Red Sox and Cardinals again. Uh, they're at Fenway Park. It's a 7-15 game on Fox. I, I hate I hate Saturday night baseball. I think day baseball should be, uh, I mean, weekend should be day baseball. 100% agree. Me. Uh, Dakota Hudson's been pretty good this year as a right-hander, but he's got reverse split chime. He's given up uh, almost an 800 OPS and an over 270 batting average, uh, two righties. So I'm going to be interested tonight uh, in playing the uh, uh, well, JD uh, Martinez. Well, I'm interested in JD Martinez uh, over total bases at one and a half. Interested in Xander Bogarts over total bases one and a half, and and little Trevor Story. It's time for Trevor Story to get oh, back up and running. So okay. I'm not sitting here telling you to bet all three. Uh, because it's so early in the day, I have not finalized what I'm betting, so I don't want to t- tell people that I'm I'm going to bet this for for sure. But there'll be some Red Sox same game parlay stuff on a trip to New Hampshire today. I like some tax free shopping as well. That'll involve right handers. Uh, in the basically right handers involved pretty heavily in that shot because uh, Dakota uh, uh, Hudson is not good against righties. Is that is that a fair explanation of what I want to do today with the Red Sox? Baseball? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I'm gonna. I'm going to double down on a back-to-back good Cutter Crawford game. Oh. Uh, I, I'm going to go over four and a half strikeouts for Cutter Crawford. You're getting it at plus one ten. I uh, had a really, really good outing in that last uh, in that last game where I think the Sox ended up winning that game one nothing. Um, 
So I am going to I'm going to ride with Cutter Crawford here. I think the Red Sox are kind of rolling. The starting pitching, as bad as the bullpen has been, the starting pitching has, is starting pitching oh, has been Waka very, great last night. very, Excellent. very good. Excellent. Uh, and I, I kind of expect that to continue today. So I'm going to go with Cutter Crawford over four and a half strikeouts. And it's it's at some point I'll be able to dive in and do uh, you know, some more other besides baseball plays besides the Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, but today was not one of those days. Uh, there's a million things going on here at the house. So we've sat down, just to, went to the Red Sox stuff, and those three all popped. And by the way, if you're looking at DraftKings, you're getting plus 115 on Trevor Story. You're getting even money on Xander Bogarts and minus 135. Those are all total base bets. The reason I focus on total base bets is, one, it's way better odds, obviously, than hit the hit the hit bets. You can cash those more, but the, you're laying such ridiculous juice for like over half a hit. It's just not worth it for me. And at Fenway Park, the Red Sox have the most, or they did at one point, most doubles in baseball, most extra base hits, those come at Fenway. So I like total base bets, especially at Fenway Park, because a bounce, a ball off the wall, you're home with a double. Does that yep. make sense, Shime? Absolutely. Okay. Totally with you. Meanwhile, that's not that's not the focus today. The focus will be for Chris Shine, the Prince of Pucks. Uh, <laughs> game two tonight, it's the Colorado Avalanche. We're on Avalanche in 60. I know for sure. What else tonight here, Shine? The people need hockey bets on a Saturday night in New England. Yeah, so I definitely am going Avalanche in 60. I just think that uh, seems to be absolutely the play. Can I'm you also a stat that might back that up? Uh, the Avalanche are the best team in hockey. Since 2005. That uh, that's one. But since 2005, favorites in the Stanley Cup are 68 and 29. Wow. Uh, 70%. 68 and 29? 70 Percent, according to your buddy John Ewing. So that's plus almost 18 units. Holy smokes. Bet the favorites. The dogs don't play. Dogs don't play in hockey, which I did not know until I I saw our buddy John Ewing tweet that. I had no idea that that was the case, but I, for one, love it. So I'm into it. I'm also going to bet Nathan McKinnon tonight. I'm going to go over one and a half points for Nathan McKinnon. You're getting that at plus 160. I just think I watched him in game one, and he is flying. On the ice. He is energized. He's healthy. He is, he might be the most impactful player on the ice, in my opinion. Uh, it's it's either him or. Really? Yeah. He is, he is that good. Um, he's involved in the power play left and right. Like they, they want to run the power play through him and Kale McCarr. Um, and, and more so even McKinnon. Like it's, it's weird. A lot of the times you'll see that power play get run from the kind of the point and then it kind of spreads out cl- as it gets down closer to the net. Instead, a lot of the times what Colorado will do is they'll run it through McKinnon and McKinnon's playing in that dot spot that you see Ovechkin or Pasternak playing in a lot of the time. And huh. he is just like skating back and forth. He's skating to the blue line and then coming with speed towards the net and trying to find either a shot or a passing lane. And it's, he is a remarkable, remarkable player. Um, and so I'm getting one and a half points for McKinnon uh, at plus 160. I really like that because I think I think there's a good chance Colorado comes out and scores a bunch of goals again. As much as as much as I think Andre Vasilevsky is the best goalie in hockey, I just don't think you're stopping the Colorado Avalanche. I'm also very interested in betting on the Colorado Avalanche team total, which is so it, it's it's kind of how an in between spot. How do you want to bet that? I'm going to go over that. three and a half at plus one twenty five. I think there's four goals scored by no, Colorado again in this yeah, game. Well, you must be looking at your FanDuel because on DraftKings it's over three and a half plus one ten. Sorry, buddy. I'm looking at I'm looking at DraftKings team total goals. Colorado Avalanche over three and a half plus one ten. Oh, okay. 
I'm looking at excluding overtime. That's why. My bad. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. I actually prefer yours instead because there's a good chance. I mean, last game went to overtime. That was kind of, in my opinion, a bit of a fluke. But we'll go with over three and a half Colorado team total goals plus 110. That was my mistake. My apologies. You, oh, you, so you can see now I it's it's Saturday morning. Yes. The big Father's Day weekend. I just learned something. You can you can bet the team total excluding overtime? Yes, you can. What? what? In 60 minutes. Oh, so same sort of thing. So yep. you're bet okay. Well, if you're betting the under, you'd want to do that, right? You want to get uh, yes. If you're betting the under, but that's why the under will be more juiced in excluding overtime. And that's hockey betting 101 with Professor Scheib, Professor Professor Pinsipucks. All right, that makes sense. Yes. That so we're going Colorado over three and a half. Nathan McKinnon over one and a half points, and we're going Colorado in sixty. So you can bet Colorado to get shut out tonight at plus at fourteen to one. Yeah, you thought yes. Vasilevsky was going to show up and just oh, that's pretty cool. Or you could bet Tampa Bay to get shut out at ten to one. That's interesting. Hmm. Something to keep an eye on. And I have yeah. a, again, uh, they're not a sponsor, but DK's doing basically like a you can do a ten dollar you know free same game parlay. So I, I know I'm gonna write this down for it later. Got uh, McKinnon on here, team total. All right. Uh, what else? What else? So uh, Avalanche in sixty. Team total Colorado, Nathan McKinnon. Those yep. three. Those are my three. Anything else you want to tell the people about tonight's game? Uh, 8-10. Come on. Play earlier than that. 8-10. No. Are you kidding me? On a Saturday, 8 is perfect because by that time, golf will be well over. You can have dinner, and then you can sit your ass down with a nice dessert and enjoy hockey. I, I might have perfect. a second dessert. I might treat myself tonight. I treated myself the other night before the Celtics game, and I'm glad I did because that ended in misery. <laughs> The dessert takes the pain away. I'm eating my feelings, honey. I don't know. A third bowl of cereal. Did you see the Celtic score? That's why. What? Yeah, I That's want another why. brownie Sunday. Why not? I I just lost the NBA Finals. You're not the boss of me. I'm an adult. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I'm not your son. Go yell at Carter. I, I'm eating. I mean, I, yeah, I'm going back for more. I am a man. Saw, I will eat what I want. I'll replace the ice cream. I'll go to Sullivan Farms tomorrow. Replace it. I'll replace it. <laughs> And that's how it sounds in our house. Yep. It's losing on a weekend. Um, all right. Meanwhile, I'm sort of, I mean, I, there's no event that Shine's more excited for this weekend. For, I'm sorry about the hockey. Sorry about the Red Sox. Shine in the U.S. Open. Uh, he, he, he touted Colin Morikawa, and I look at my leaderboard this morning. Who's the guy on the top of the leaderboard, Shine? Colin Morikawa. Nice call. My guy. My guy called me. I think that's why I'm. Going through, going through a swing change and still is five under. He, his wow. irons have been excellent. He's missed a decent amount of fairways, uh, especially to start. And I think the biggest thing for him was in day one, he had a really bad back nine. He then started the back nine in day two and just played good, solid golf. And then he got to the front nine where he felt far more comfortable and was really able to kind of push it a little bit. And I think that's what has worked for Morikawa, right, is he kind of understood the layout, exactly what was going on, exactly how he was feeling, and he was able to to take that into day two and really work with it. So I'm hoping you're getting really cool weather today and tomorrow. Where it originally, is very cool. We yes. originally thought it was going to be very hot, and I thought later in the day guys would struggle. That may not be the case. And so for Morikawa, he may be in a really good spot here with how cool the weather is today. Did you see the controversy yesterday, the golf betting controversy yesterday? I did not, no. So obviously it, the, the, they woke up yesterday, played very tough. 
And all of a sudden, the second group went out there, and the, the scoring average went down, and, and, and no one could really figure it out. And it turns out, without they, they said this might happen, but the USGA decided after the, 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 sec, the, the first wave went, the way they have morning tee times and afternoon tee times for the first two days. Before the afternoon time, tee times went off, they watered all the greens and slowed down the greens. So their, uh. golf betting people are super pissed because they didn't really, really announce that. And so if you knew that, you wouldn't if you if you stacked uh, you stacked your waves and say daily fantasy and you said I'm going to play all morning guys because boy in the afternoon it's going to be really tough. Turns out the afternoon was easier and turns out that there was a real advantage to playing for the full weekend the guys who teed off early Thursday and late Friday because the weather was good early Thursday no wind and then late Friday they watered the greens. So instead of mm. being putting on glass, they were they there was a much more manageable putting surface for the guys in the afternoon yesterday. Wow. So as you know, it was, very, it was super hot and humid, and yeah, so it was it was unbelievably hot yesterday. There was some anger in the golf betting community, but your guy oh, Colin Moore, I'm Colin, not angry. It has not mattered for you because I'm looking at his ranks. Uh, he is uh, obviously shots gained. He's number one. Uh, tee to green, he is seventh. Off the tee, he's 23rd. Uh, approach, he's 27th. Around the green, ninth. Putting, 13th. He's no worse than 27th in the field this week in the four or five main categories I look at. He's playing. Really, really good golf. As is solid my, golf across the board. As is my guy, Matt Fitzpatrick, who yep. the only thing he's not doing is putting. And He struggled he, to start yesterday and then yeah. really turned it on late. He got stuck putting on the – he's a really good putter. And so him being 56 right now in shots game putting, that's going to be better today for him. So it's actually – I can't wait for the golf today. I, 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 they're just teed off right oh. now. Uh, and Morikawa doesn't – it doesn't tee off until 345. Correct. Yeah, they, they're, they're not – I mean, they didn't tee off today until 949. Yeah, the first a, I guess tee time. A, there is a lot of daylight, I guess, I mean, here in New England. Yep. So um, that should not be an issue there. Um, the cut being four, three over, not four over, also was painful. Here are some guys who missed the cut of four over. One shot off the cut. Mito, Sanjay, Sergio, Corey Connors, Webb Simpson, Shane Lowry, Jim Furyk. Like these Cam, Cam Young who went hole-in-one birdie, birdie, and just missed the cut by a stroke. Like Taylor uh-huh. – uh, not Taylor Gooch, but there were some really big names, which is why – uh, Daily Fantasy, if you got six of six through, congratulations. If you got five of six through, you're cashing this week. So can I ask you a philosophy question? Um, because I am still uh, still relatively – it's a golf betting philosophy question. Okay. I am a relatively new golf better. I will admit yep. that. I'm still learning. But you're um, sharp. You're yeah, sharp I'm, new golf better. Clearly. I mean, I have the leader after yeah. two days. So, um, Which means not, they don't pay you for that. But no, they don't. Um, but, okay. So speaking of the leader, yeah. Morikawa's not alone. Joel Damon – is currently tied for the lead at five under. They're both five under par, yes. Whereas on the betting board, Morikawa four to one right now to be the outright winner. Joel Damon, who has a share of the lead, is still twenty two to one to win outright. Now I understand Joel Damon, not a super might successful be, might, golfer. Might be dominant, but go ahead. It's uh, I believe uh, I believe it's Damon. But anyways, that hat uh, bothers me. I, just I love that. So you do? Oh yes. So here's my thing: is this just total belief by the books that ah, uh, this guy has never really succeeded very much on the tour, so there's no shot he wins this? Uh, and if you're a better like myself, doesn't it make sense to at least you know dibble dabble on Joel Damon at twenty two to one, uh, seeing as he currently has a share of the lead with only two days left? Yeah. I- only if you if you like I mean if you like him yes if you're doing it just because he's tied for first, then I, think about what happened yesterday like no I no I, I would not I would not be betting him because 
he's atop the leaderboard through two days because it's the U.S. Open and one bad hole and literally you're done. If you let, if you think, and by the way, he's playing well. He's, he's, yes. he's, he's second. Tee to green, he's second in the field. Off the tee, he's sixth. Approach, he's fourth. Like he's doing, he's playing very well. Because People don't want to bet him, though, because they don't believe in him, which is why you're getting 22 to 1 right now. Yeah, so and so my thing name, is, it's name recognition. It's name I recognition. think I, I will probably place a couple shekels on him today, just because I fe- he he's playing really consistent, right? It wasn't just one splash good day. He was three under day one, two under day two. Like there was there was consistency in his game. The numbers kind of backed that up as well uh, in how he's playing right now. And I I want to continue to believe in Joel Damon. I, I think there's a chance. That Joel Damon will be competing. Okay, so in you day like four. him too. You're not just doing it. For, okay, that, that's I wouldn't talk you off of it. I'll give you another yeah. example, right? So Scotty Scheffler and Matthew Neesmith are yep. both two shots off the lead at three under par. Yes. Scotty Scheffler is seven to one to win it. Matt Neesmith is sixty to one. Yes, I saw that so as well. That it's 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 just the name recognition and the books. And by the way, people aren't betting Neesmith. Like exactly. If they, if they put if they put Scotty Scheffler sixty to one, everyone be, in the planet be, would be betting him. So it's the name recognition thing. So this is why I don't I don't think I'm going to bet. I have a bunch of DraftKings stuff going. I played a bunch of underdog drafts today. Here's the issue. There are guys that, like, um, you mentioned Damon. Hayden Buckley one shot back. is a complete no-name, but is striking the ball really well. Uh, Bo he had, Hostler, what, like six birdies yesterday, Hayden Bo Buckley? Bo Hostler doesn't have a bogey in two rounds of the U.S. Open. Wow. Okay, he's one shot off. But again, kind of a no-name. Matthew Neesmith, Patrick Rogers, Nick Hardy, a good young American player. There oh, are no, a bunch uh, of guys. Paul Hostler has a had a uh, bogey day one. He did. Yes, he had he a did. bogey on the tenth. Bo- I'm looking at it right now. Bogey for yesterday? Did I no, that no, wrong? no, yeah, it, no bogey yesterday, but a bogey in round one. One bogey through 36 holes. Correct. Moron. Um, so the, these guys, I I don't have the the guy I have the most faith in. I think is this guy Hayden Buckley, who is a but and he's 60 to one. So yep. I kind of think he's frisky at a price. Um, I also like, the, but there are also some bigger names down the leaderboard. If, if you trust these guys, like uh, I'll pull my stats up. Here Xander, Willie Z, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka. Well, he's five off the lead, but Hideki Matsuyama at seventy-five to one is comical. Like I, 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 I feel like I have to bet some money on Hideki. So I just talked myself into some live betting here. But my issue is that there are guys who my my stats tell me, Sean, the stats that I use yep. are absolutely forget just shots gained. They're they're off the tee. Approach shots, the two or three things you need, but their names are uh, uh, Damon, Buckley, uh, Bo Hostler, Matthew Neesmith, Patrick Rogers. And so because of that, I'm sort of frozen because I just don't I don't know if I want to trust them with 36 holes to go. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I have the, if it's Patrick outright, I have Zalatoris outright. I got, some, I, I got a bunch of other things. Uh, I got some good DraftKings lineups thanks, thanks to uh, MJ. Uh, getting through yesterday, our guy from uh, Ryan Hannibal did an excellent job pointing out a live long shot in this field. So I, I, it's the name recognition of these guys, and because they it's Saturday at the major, and I've seen really really good players melt down on the Saturday a regular tournament. This is the U.S. Open. It's Brookline. Shime. It's a little bit colder than they expected. It's definitely windy today. The gusts up at twenty miles per hour. Yeah, it was I'm windy real late yesterday rushed. though too. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, I'm just not in a rush to back some of these names. I, okay. I think of of the of the no names, uh, Hayden Buckley's my favorite. Uh, Bo Hostler after that, and then uh, I think that'd probably be it before I started you know backing some of the guys that 
are bigger prices. You know, like okay. I mean, live long shot. I mean, seventy-five to one on Matsu. I have thirty to one on Fitz. I'm not going to jump back in at twenty to one. But yeah, I think um, today my plan is is I am going to jump in on. Um, you're on Damon. I am going to jump in on a little bit on Damon here at twenty-two to one. I think I'm also going to jump in a little bit on Bo Hosler at forty to one. I just think the no bogey golf is is impressive. Like the thing with Hayden Buckley is he has he has had five birdies in each round, but he's also tied that together with three bogeys. So in my head, there's yeah, he's been not not been great off the tee. 40 exactly, it hasn't been as consistent as a guy like Bo Hosler, which is just par 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 and a birdie here and there, and then what one bogey in thirty six holes. Like that's what I in a U.S. Open where in, in, expectedly it's only going to get harder. I want a guy who is just playing consistent, strong golf which is one of the reasons I loved Morikawa coming into the tournament, is, is to me, Morikawa is the definition of steady, right? He is just always consistent with how he plays, and when he's on, he's on, period. There's not, there's no real, like, varying fluctuation in that performance, and that's kind of what I look for at a tournament that's as difficult as the U.S. Open. I cannot wait. I, I, I had to drag myself off the couch to go to work to watch, to, to actually do my job yesterday, because I wanted to sit and watch... <laughs> The golf, the course is playing great. Um, the the coverage is an embarrassment. It really, 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 really is. I, I I'm starting to become very passionate that I could just. I want to go into production for golf on TV. It's just so bad. Yeah, uh, Hannibal texted great. about yesterday, yesterday. Will Fleming was, I mean, expletive laden text he was sending me about NBC's coverage yesterday. Just terrible. Shot, NBC shot, stinks. commercial. Shot, putt, shot. Like you, you went, went like an hour and a half yesterday. Not a sniff of Willie Z. The, the not best, a sniff. The coolest thing about when ESPN does just it, just terrible. If you have ESPN Plus, it's, so you can follow certain groups. You can sit at the 15th, 16th, 17th hole. You they have they give you so many different options. And when it's on ESPN Plus, there's no effing commercials. No commercials. It's just constant golf coverage, which is exactly what I want as a viewer. And so it's like. This U.S. First of all, you have to bounce around four different places just to watch the U.S. Open. Whereas with ESPN, it's ESPN Plus and then shifts to ESPN when it's prime time. That's it. It's the only change. Instead, with, on this, I have to start with Peacock, then switch to US, USA of all effing channels, and then NBC. Like, what are we doing? Pick one. Just pick Peacock, be six or seven hours on Peacock, and then go to NBC. It's not that hard. Like, what? It's, it's, it's brutal. Brutal. When, when you're talking about this. I just, uh, it's I know. I, I could talk about it all day. I As a producer to- of a radio show, I, I, I look at this and I'm like, what producer is saying this is a good idea? What producer is thinking is McElroy's heating up yesterday? Let's do let's let's air that feature on the Country Club cocktail at the Seriously? bar. Seriously, no one can ever Nobody have. No one can cares. ever go there. They wouldn't even let Brady into that stupid club. They let Giselle in first. No one's ever going to taste that drink. And I got uh, Jimmy Roberts sitting there sipping the the light rum and the egg whites. Who cares? Show me shots of golf. Show me the golf. <sighs> okay, rant over. We're going to move on. Positive. Golf is great. I'm going to yes. enjoy the rest of today. Well, it's, it's great when your guys are winning. Boy, yes. does it suck when your guys are losing. True. I mean, it's, it's an all-time. It's a, <laughs> it's tough. It is, it is rough. I mean, there are some bad there are some bad feelings, but 
Luckily, three of my guys are in play. Colin Morikawa leads. I got a little little cash on Willie Z and a little cash on Davis Riley. So it's the best. It's the best sweat. I'm loving it. You're, you're living and die with every shot. Where that where that ball land? Can he get out from Speaking here? Speaking of where that Pot. ball land, did you yeah. see that MJ Doffy hit yesterday off the carpet? Uh, I don't think I saw. I mean, I I, I, don't I, I recommend going and watching it. It's like over a fence on like a gray carpet, and he literally has to tell one of the fans, "He's like, sir, you might want to move. I'm aiming right where your head is." And I that it was, was rough. That was that was a rough 18th hole. I mean, it was right, <laughs> it's tough, right. But it was there. fun to watch. Oh, yeah, he, and he recovered. I like yeah. this guy. So I didn't know I much did about him. Uh, he he, a guy who's battled addiction. He battled depression. He was out of golf. He was broke. He's Ratif Goosen's they're South African, so he's been in, and they're like around Ratif Goosen. Uh, I'm rooting for him today. You know, not because I. Not, it's just, he, we also he, even have he, an amateur in play in Travis Vick. Love no, that. a couple. So, there's a guy named uh, Bennett's an amateur, right? There's a bunch of amateurs up there. Uh, I think no. But, so the 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 Travis Vick is really the only one in contention. I would say Austin Greaser is two over. Uh, Stuart Hadjistad is three over. And Sam Bennett oh, is three Sam over. Sam Bennett is well. three over. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I mean, listen. If you're an amateur that made the guess, who didn't make, made the, the cut? cut? Yeah, exactly. Corey Connors, Billy Horschel, Tony Finau, Luke List, Daniel Berger, HV three, like real. Cam Smith went six over. Cam yeah. Smith, one of the best golfers in the world, he went six over. Trunk slam, private jet, go home. That's it. Yep. Good for the amateurs. All right, we'll be watching the golf uh, all weekend long. Uh, you can uh, help us out uh, with the golf. Help us out with the podcast. Uh, if you had good luck with uh, any of Hannibal's picks for the golf, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast feed, iTunes, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Uh, what's on the schedule here today, Sean? What do you, besides watching golf for the next eight hours? Uh, nothing. That is literally my day. Wow. I am. I am currently at the studio. We did the producer show this morning. Oh I yeah, you're with home yet, Yeah. So I'm going to drive home. I'm going to pick up a nice bagel sandwich on the way home. I'm going to go home. I'm going to park my ass at my couch eat my sandwich, watch golf, and then at some point move from my couch to the computer to do some work while also watching golf upstairs and simply just watch golf all day. I'm a couple weeks late, but I'm going to plant my vegetable garden today. Oh, nice. Good Haven't done it yet. So i got some plants. We're going to put some vegetables you in. You grow any peppers? Uh, we try, I tried peppers last year. We're going to try again. I don't okay. know if the soil in, in the Chelmsford area is great for peppers. It was good okay. for tomatoes last year, but everything else stunk. We're being my, honest. Like, it was just not good. My uh, buddy's dad used to grow habaneros, and they were delicious. Uh, well, I will. Uh, maybe I'll try those for Mahoney's. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big jalapeno guy. So, uh, jalapeno poppers. I love poppers. I just love jalapenos in general. I'll put jalapenos on a burger, on a sandwich, uh, poppers. I, I, I'm a big jalapeno fan. Carter, do you like jalapeno peppers, buddy? The spicy ones. Who are you rooting for in the golf today? Scotty. Yeah, you love Scotty. Scotty Scheffler. Nice. Scotty's. Okay. Well, I mean, but that's the other. Well, I mean. The TV producers, they're going to they're gonna screw this up because the coverage is going to be bad. Yep. But you could not ask for a better leaderboard. No. Morikawa tied up top. and nobodies. Rahm is one back. McElroy is one back. Scheffler is two back. Uh, I mean, and then a bunch of, like, good stories. Yep. I couldn't, then, couldn't agree the, more. In that next wave, Shoffley's right there. Brooks Kepka made a big run yesterday. Yeah, he's at even. Spieth bought through even his flu. Even DJ's plus one. Like, JT's JT one over. JT one like, over, yep. All right, I'm excited to watch golf today, Shime. We will Ooh, be talking. Speaking ver- of, by the way, amateur yes. Stuart Hadjistad already has a birdie on the first hole of the day. Did not play him anywhere. There you go. Thanks for me. Uh, all right, Shime. We will talk very early tomorrow morning. We'll celebrate Father's Day by doing a podcast. Thank you, buddy. Good Can't luck wait. Today. I'll talk to you then. See ya.